Just before we start the show, I want to tell you about Wreckfest USA, an extraordinary event happening in Nashville on the 13th and 14th of September. Part festival, part conference, Wreckfest is a unique experience, long established in the UK. I've attended most of them, and I highly recommend you experience the incredible combination of content, networking, and celebration of all that's good in talent acquisition. Wreckfest is coming to America, and I've got a mega discount code for you. Go to wreckfest.com USA and use the code RF50 to get 50% off your tickets. That's wreckfest.com USA, and the discount code is RF50. There's been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi there, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 537 of the Recruiting Future podcast. One of the key themes emerging over the last few years is the need for employers to think about talent holistically. To achieve this, progressive organisations are already breaking down the barriers between talent acquisition, talent management and L&D. The central tenant is strategic workforce planning. So what does effective SWP look like? How is AI changing thought processes? And what role does talent acquisition need to play? My guest this week is Sardin Abide, Strategic Workforce Planning Subject Matter Expert at Fathom by Pearson. Sardiner has expert insights to share on the current state and future development of SWP. And this conversation is a must-listen for TA leaders everywhere. Hi Sardiner and welcome to the podcast. Hi Matt, it's great to be here. An absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Please could you introduce yourself and tell everyone what you do? Certainly. Thank you, Matt. Um, my name is Sadna Bide. I am currently the Strategic Workforce Planning Subject Matter Expert at Fathom by Pearson. My role really is to work with clients and broader groups of people on their Strategic Workforce Planning or SWP strategy. Fantastic stuff. Now, Strategic Workforce Planning has come up a lot in conversations on the podcast come up a lot in conversations about talent acquisition and I really wanted to talk to someone who was a specialist and an expert in this to to really give everyone a sense of the details and why it's so important. So talk us through what is strategic workforce planning and why is it so important in 2023? Absolutely. Fundamentally, strategic workforce planning is a set of activities that involve looking at an organization's workforce today and looking at the impact of external factors around technology, as much planning as possible for unplanned, unforeseen world events, and also looking at how work will change and thinking about the workforce of the future that will be required to carry out that work in the future as well. We're dealing with a huge a period of change when, it, when we think about the world of work. We've got uh, complex forces such as artificial intelligence, external events as we're coming out of the COVID pandemic, impacting on how work is carried out, when and where, through big changes such as moving to remote working, hybrid working, and also how are employees engaging and reacting with the world of work 
So we often see trends on social media such as minimum Mondays, quiet quitting, uh, people making big lifestyle changes as well. So for organisations, they all see and appreciate the need to act, but their starting point has to be understanding where they are today and from that being able to chart an effective path to the future of work. Absolutely. I mean, it's a very dynamic, disruptive time. There, there's kind of there's so much going on at the moment. Talk us through the sort of the unique advantages that a clear, effective strategic workforce plan can bring to an organisation. Absolutely. I think by having an SWP plan in place, it allows organisations to plan for the longer term future. We know we can't plan for everything because we don't know what's coming down the line. But what we can do is build a foundation of readiness. So that enables organisations to be able to react and respond quickly to events as and when they arise. From an employee's perspective, by thinking about SWP and having a plan in place, it gives that employee the means and opportunities and support, learning and training to remain relevant for the future of work. That could be through upskilling and reskilling programs, but it keeps the employee relevant to the future of work, engaged and positive about the work they do and the organisation that they're affiliated to. From an organisation perspective, having an engaged workforce is absolutely key to success and productivity as well. Obviously, you have then cost advantages by looking at that workforce and looking at how it can be recycled, reinvented, repurposed, reused for that work of the future. So many people listening will have some familiarity with SWP, but there are there are kind of six Bs that sort of underpin all of it. Could you walk us through those six Bs that help inform SWP? Yes, absolutely. The six Bs is a phrase that's used quite often when we think about SWP, and it refers to a set of HR-related output-focused actions that come from building a strategic workforce plan. I'll run through what those six Bs are. We start off with BOT, and that refers to looking at the impact of technology on roles. Build is where the analysis of an organization's workforce is completed to identify where you have a surplus or a deficit, and from that, what decisions can be taken. So with a surplus, would we look at redeployment, for example? If there's a deficit, is there a need to reskill or upskill different pockets of the organization to cover that gap? Borrow refers to where we're looking at short-term coverage for skills gaps, and it means a look across the organisation to look at where there are comparable or the same skills and where those roles could be moved to do that short-term cover. Buy, as we would expect it to be, is buying in external resource. Uh, They're normally ready to go with the relevant skills, knowledge and experience that are needed to come in and start actively doing the work that's required. Bounce uh, is where we refer to removing employees from the organisation and or the role. That could be either because performance is not where it needs to be or there are bigger organisational decisions related to redundancy. In both cases, the question should be asked to say, is this an opportunity to look at where the individual or the division can go through reskilling or upskilling to move over into work that's required today and will be relevant for the future as well? And as we're going through this huge period of change within an organisation, BIND is the last of the six Bs. And that refers to where we look at employees who are in what the organisation classes as a critical role. 
and we look at how we can incentivize and motivate them to remain loyal and connected and focused to the organization. I'd also say there's a seventh B, which is balance. What I mean by that is when we look across the six Bs, it's important for every organization to make sure that they are taking a considered and balanced view to those actions and outcomes and not leaning too heavily towards one or the other. So, for example, if they know there's a gap in the in skills or workforce that's needed, not to jump to buy straight away as a solution rather than looking at build or borrow. And on the other side, if there's a surplus, not jumping straight to bounce is the option, but again, looking at build or borrow as the outcome as well. A quick message from our sponsor, Winolo. Hi everyone, I want to tell you about Winolo. That's W-O-N-O-L-O. Winolo stands for Work Now Locally. Winolo enables businesses to find quality workers for on-demand, seasonal, short-term and long-term work. Ditch the bulky paperwork and interview process and use Winolo to find quality workers fast and get work done even faster. With flexible workers and no platform fees, you can save on operating costs, meet demand and maximise earnings with ease. Winolo is available in over 100 markets, including Chicago, Dallas, Atlanta, New York and Seattle. Get workers who are ready to work and spend less time finding them with Winolo. Go to www.winolo.com slash pod. That's www.wonolo.com slash pod and take the stress out of finding workers. Lots of people listening to the podcast are talent acquisition professionals. What role should the talent acquisition function be playing in SWP? When I think about the most successful talent acquisition um, divisions that I've seen in my career, they all focus on a number of key areas which are around driving the attraction, retention and performance of critical talent. So All of those areas slot very nicely into a broader strategic workforce plan. In my view, the talent acquisition team should be front and centre when it comes to starting the SWP journey of an organisation. The knowledge, insights and inputs they can share around the workforce and looking at how to manage that workforce for the longer term to meet the challenges of the future of work is absolutely key. So talk us through the, I suppose, the most common roadblocks and the challenges that are getting in the way of building and implementing a successful SWP. There are a number of challenges. um, And I would start off by saying that when the leadership of an organisation recognises and knows that they need to act on future-proofing their workforce, step one is getting the right data and insights they need to make informed decisions. Step two is then also appreciating and understanding that this is a long-term journey. They need to be looking at a three to five-year horizon at least and knowing that it will take that long to identify, implement and benefit from the changes that they're making. And lastly, to know that that looking at SWP is a continuous and iterative process. There needs to be regular check-ins, reviews, refreshes, reflex, whatever you want to call it, of that broader plan to make sure that it remains current and aligned to the future of work strategy. 
So when it comes to measuring all of this, what are some of the best practices that are used to measure the effectiveness of SWP and also ensure the process continues to set the organization up for success in the future? Yeah, absolutely. Measurement is 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 absolutely key to success of any SWP plan. How do you how do you know what you're doing has the right impact? I get this question a lot, and what I would say is there is no one fixed set of KPIs um, that works across every organization, every geography, every industry. Step one is understanding what's important to your organization and viewed as key to success. Now it may be common across many organizations and we have um, identified a set of recommended KPIs. We can um, sort of bucket them into different areas and look at the impact on roles from the SWP plan. Uh, We can look at what it means from a business productivity perspective. And I think also we look at actions and outcomes related to the six Bs that I've just been through as well. So final question, very dynamic time of of much change what do you think the future looks like for hr what role should it play and how do you think technology is going to shape things moving forward i think hr has a critical role to play in the success of any organization the impact of technology is happening at such a pace and with such dramatic changes that hr needs to be looking ahead continuously and thinking about what that workforce of the future looks like One of the key areas that can really support the organization is looking at mindset and culture. How can HR work with the employees in the organization to build that learning mindset and a culture of change readiness as well, so that individuals in that organization are ready to adapt and change as work changes, not just where that work is carried out, but how it's carried out and what the impact of technology is on individual roles. I would also say focusing on diversity, equality and inclusion is key to the success of any organisation as well. And that's why HR also has a massive part to play. It's looking at how that organisation can build a DE&I related mindset when it focuses on the employees in that organisation, how work is carried out and also ensuring that the impact of technology does not have adverse impact on specific groups of individuals. Fundamentally, having that HR voice at the table means that organisations can be aware of their workforce, what the needs are today, what we're looking for tomorrow, and what is the journey to achieve that workforce of the future. Sardna, thank you very much for talking to me. Thank you, Matt. It was a pleasure. My thanks to Sardna. You can subscribe to this podcast in Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or via your podcasting app of choice. Please also follow the show on Instagram. You can find us by searching for Recruiting Future. You can search all the past episodes at recruitingfuture.com. On that site, you can also subscribe to our monthly newsletter, Recruiting Future Feast, and get the inside track about everything that's coming up on the show. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back next time, and I hope you'll join me. This is my show.